Hey, Purpose Chasers, before we get into this week's episode, I want to let you know about something epic that is going down this weekend. I know that most of us have had a hard time with 2020 thus far. I get it. A lot of us want to, you know what, write 2020 off or return it back to sender. But guess what? That does not have to be you. You have the opportunity to finish this year strong. Actually, you know what? You have the opportunity to restart your year strong. So I want you to join me and Sapphire Faith International Ministries this week, Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern or 4 p.m. Bermuda time on Zoom to learn all the tips, techniques, scriptures, and everything you need to know to restart your year strong. Registration is only $10. We made sure that this was super affordable for you. So if you want to register, the link is in the show notes, but go to www.ptix.bm slash restart. That is www.ptix.bm slash restart forward slash that is. I hope to see you guys on Saturday. I have a message for you. Let's restart our year strong and end it even stronger. See you soon. You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I am so excited about this week's episode because I had to go and contact this expert to help us on our work from home journey because I know y'all it's been a little rough so I thought what better for me to do than contact Miss Akila Swan from Aina Curated. Akila Swan was trained as an architect and has spent the last 15 years designing and managing building projects in Toronto, Boston, St. Kitts and her native island Bermuda. Akila has always held a passion for design and firmly believes in the built environment's power to bring about transformation and foster healing. It is this passion that led her to find Aina Curated, a client experience based full service architect design boutique. Aina Curated unique vision casting and design assessment process allows clients to achieve the lifestyle that they've always dreamed of but didn't know that they could have. Their trademark e-curated service allows for virtual vision casting while providing strategic guidance on taking your project from design to reality. This week, Akila is going to help us work from home like a boss. So grab your headphones, grab a pen, that pen and paper, and take notes. I have definitely integrated the tips that she gave during this interview into my work from home life. And let me tell you, I have upped the ante on what I've been able to do whilst working from home. So listen to her tips, listen to her invite, her advice. It is 
pure gems that she is dropping. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Purpose Chasers. I'm super excited because this week we have with us a special guest, Miss Akila Swan from Aina Curated Architectural Design Boutique. Now, you've already heard her awesome bio, but of course, you know how we like to start here on the show. Let's find out a fun fact about Akila. And first of all, I just jumped in. Girl, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm really glad to be here, to be a part of your community. Hey, everyone. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. So let's go back to my original question. Yes. Tell yes, us, they've heard your bio, they yeah. heard about who you are, but give us a fun fact, something that's not in your bio. Oh, yeah. I, I already pre-warned you. You're going to like this one. So on Monday, we celebrated May the 4th. And for those of you who are Star Wars <laughs> fans, you know we're repping May the 4th be with you. I am a big Baby Yoda girl. That's my boo. So I'm just saying. that That's a fun fact about me. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know I love it because I have my nerdy <laughs> side, my comic book and action figure side. So I oh, yes. love that fun fact. <laughs> now, I am so excited to have you on the podcast because I knew you would be the perfect person to help us with the current situation that we are facing. Now, everybody has been working from home. Like yes. it has been a shock to our system. And just thinking yeah. about conversations I had at the beginning of working from home, everybody <laughs> was like, yeah, we're going on basically a stay at home vacation for two yeah. weeks. It's going to be great. <laughs> And then, you know, four, like, five, oh, six know. weeks. Exactly. It's like, uh, we're still here. Yeah, now what right. do I do? And mm -hmm. I know it has knocked a lot of people, me included, off of their routine, yeah. off of, of the productivity that they were expecting for their 2020. But yeah. I know that we can be just as productive, maybe even more working from <laughs> home. So when I had this uh, dilemma in my mind, I knew you were the perfect person to talk about because I okay. know you would make sure that our at-home lives were all the way together so we can <laughs> still win at 2020. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, definitely, as an architectural designer, this is something that I confront all the time. And I mean, we had to do the same thing. I had to do the same thing, was figure out how to now take um, a working routine outside of my home and bring it into being here all the time. And, and I loved what somebody said. They were like, you know, when outside was open, we could do this, this, and this. And it's just kind of like, outside's closed still. So what are we going to do? You know, so um, figuring that out, especially dealing with construction, has been something um, that all of us in, in my profession and obviously everybody else as well. So I'm, I'm glad to give some tips and, and some points. So I would definitely say um, the first things first, which your community is going to be very well aware of, is intentionality. I know that's a buzzword. I'm part of the community, so I know it's all about doing the work. And part of that is being intentional. And so the first thing that I would say to anyone who is figuring out how do I now make this transition or even just, it's been well over a month, it's been a few months now, um, and we're still, you may still be floundering and trying to figure out what do I do? The first thing that you want to do is find a space in your home and you're going to want to be very intentional about setting that aside as your work from home space. 
Um, this could be a corner of the living room. This could be a part of your dining room, but it's somewhere that you, no one else is going to then touch that space for you. And we've had actually a few clients who have had open concepts living spaces. So this has actually become a really big um, topic of discussion for them, just trying to help them create zones so that they're not feeling as though, you know, there's that whole meme of, where are you going on vacation this weekend? I'm going to my kitchen. I'm going to my living room. And while for a lot of open concept clients, they're like, I'm, I'm going to the next wall that's over there. You know, <laughs> like, there's no delineation of space. So um, I would say the first thing, as I, as I already mentioned, is just being very intentional about finding one spot um, that you will completely keep as your office. Basically, no, like you're not watching movies in that same spot later. You know what I mean? Like that is your one spot where you, you wake up, you go sit there, you do your work there, you leave it. No one's coming into that space to change anything later. Um, that's all you. So that would be step number one. Step number two is now that you've created that spot, now that you've been very intentional with, with carving out that space, is you basically, um, you want to make it special. You want to zone it. You can zone a living space by painting, giving yourself a little bit more privacy. You could put curtains around it, depending on where it is in the room. You know, there are just little simple decoration tips that you can do. But what I would definitely say is just starting from basic number one, do you have a desk? You know, do you have a lamp? Do you have a chair? You know, just basically really, really mm -hmm. putting um, some thought to how do you make this space special and how do you make it your work from home office? The next thing that I would say is keeping everything in that spot. So if you have paperwork, mm. if you have boxes, <laughs> this is a really great time to get yourself some beautiful baskets, some throws. I was actually sharing with somebody, I was like, you know, the great thing is, is when you're finished doing your work from home routine, you put all of your things in a pretty basket and you take a throw and you cover it with the throw and, it, and you, it just looks like you've done some really cool decorative element in the corner of your room and nobody even knows that's your office because the baskets oh, are good. Beautiful. Yeah, that's the baskets good. are that's beautiful good. and decorative and, and so you can't even tell the difference between the two. Um, and as I said, zoning is, is a way you can do it with either curtains, you can do it with decorative elements. Painting is actually a really great way. Um, I think that sometimes people shy away from adding color into spaces, but it's actually a really cool time, whether you do it with actually painting onto the wall or you get a really nice art piece that's specific to that. I know you're all about the inspirational quotes. Mm -hmm. So we've done your glam girl vision board before. So yes. this is a time where you can take that beautiful gilded frame and then you go get yourself your words, make them all big. And they're right there in that corner where you're going to do your work. And, and that just becomes your zone of inspiration as opposed to even, and actually that's another thing. You could even rename it rather than just saying, okay, that's my work from home space. It's like that. Nah, this is my zone of inspiration where oh, I, like I get that. stuff done. I'm boss for however many hours I'm in this section. And then when you transition, you're like, all right, now I'm, now I'm on Netflix and chill. So it just, it, it's you. just reframing the way a, a lot of it is mindset. And it's interesting because Sometimes um, it's sort of like, how does design and mindset go together? But it, but it really does. A lot of how we live impacts the way we feel. You brought up something when we were just talking a little bit before. Can I jump into that question that you had asked me about the bedroom space? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So I have okay. asked the question about working from home 
and getting up to work at a table versus working from home and working from your bed. So I wanted to know what are the benefits really getting out of bed to work? Because I know a lot of us, even before we are stuck um, working from home and we came home to do some work, we would usually just get onto it from our bed because we weren't planning to be there for a while. So we were just planning Mm -hmm. to be there maybe 45 minutes, an hour tops. But now that we're sending seven, eight hours or five, six hours, Mm -hmm. you don't, in my opinion, probably don't want to stay in your bed. So I thought, let me ask Akila about this. What do you think? Yeah. So this is, again, it's twofold. Because first and foremost, if you are someone who don't, if you don't have any other space to go to but your bedroom, I understand the dilemma. So I want to give a strategy for that specifically, um, which is where I was going with that question. But first and foremost, if you do, if you can create another space other than your room, please do so. Get out of your bedroom. Um, as Shante mentioned, when you're when you're there just for a couple of hours. It's fine, but when you're trying to work from there all day, it's actually just not even healthy. And then you're literally trying to go to sleep in that spot. I mean, I mean, the last thing we want to do is do things that tackle, that make mental health worse in a stressful situation. So get out of the bedroom, find yourself another spot in the house. Now, if you do not absolutely have anywhere else to work, um, this this is a little tricky because, as I said, you're also sleeping in this spot. And, and it's a similar scenario where if you can find a small spot in your bedroom, if you could carve even a little space for just a chair um, and a small table to work from, then do it. But the, the thing and why I really encourage people to not be in the room and they're working is because it really is meant for sleeping. You know, the space that you're in, it's designed for a function. So your bedroom, you're meant to go to sleep. You're meant to feel safe. You're meant to feel cozy and, and, and relaxed. So the fact that your energy of working, you're, you're fighting, essentially. So you just want to be careful if you are having to work from your bedroom. You're going to make sure that the colors that you choose, you're going to make sure that the decor you go with, um, it keeps the energy neutral. You don't want something that's too moody. So you don't want to have, you know, say, for example, super dark walls and, and like, uber lush velvety cushions and all the rest of it. Oh, you don't want to do sleep. (laughs) Whereas if you keep it bright, um, if you go for something like a soft pastel color or even sort of a dust color scheme in the room with your decor, with your your furnishings going with um, more cotton finishes, that is actually going to just be it's going to keep you in that neutral playing field. And of course you don't want to go super bright. You then you don't want to put in like yellow and orange cause then you're going to be wired <laughs> all the time. So neutrals are, you know, you want to think like your spa colors, your blues, your greens are okay. You know, your dusky colors are really, really nice. And it just allows you to kind of balance. But I think more than just design, one of the things, as I said, intentionality is going to be really helpful because you know, you have to first start with a routine. You have to start with what does my day look like? How am I planning that out to begin with? Because I think one of the things, yeah, because even as a designer, I have to do the same thing. And and what I do is I focus on what are the activities that are the most exhilarating for me throughout the day. And then I sort of shift it. So I know that I like to do, um, I like to post my content for my Instagram page in the mornings because that's for me, 
that's fun. It's very creative. It kind of gets my juices flowing. It's automatic community engagement. I enjoy that. And then I'll probably move towards doing some vision casting work for clients, which is all about me coming in and creating just a specific identity for you, your space, or if it's a renovation, you know, really tapping into you and it's an exclusive design that's for you in your home. So that again is a lot more fun. And then once I'm sort of up, I'm wired, I'm like, yes, I'm ready to get into my day. Then I merge into some of my more um, tactical and strategic things like my technical drawings, my contracts, I'll do business calls. So setting that up and you work sort of with your own personal energy and and even just the way day shifts, I find is, is a really great thing to understand because then you can kind of take a break. By two o'clock in the afternoon, I know I'm winding down. It's it just I can try and do jumping jacks till I'm blue in the face, but I, I pretty much spent a lot of my creative energy um, by that time. And so because I'm working from home, because I'm not in a, a buzzing space of an office and all the rest of it, I don't actually try to fight it. I just figure out, okay, what out, what, what are some other things can I tackle? You know, can I tackle maybe doing some personal research and reading? Um, I may do exercise. I, you know, I pray actually during that time. So for me, it's, I shift to things that are valuable for my day, but aren't necessarily all business related. So I hope that that's um, something as well that that's helpful for people to understand that it's not always just, you know, jumping straight into how to make it look beautiful, but you also have to, to understand that there's a mindset behind it too. And you have to put that intentionality behind it. The last thing I want to say is when you're leaving and you're making that transition from working to now relaxing. Again, I already gave the tip of having beautiful decorated items like baskets or, you know, really nicely curated shelves so that you're working items then can get packed away and it just still looks really nice and neat and sort of designer. But um, the other thing that I would say that is often overlooked is the sensory element. And that is whether you light a candle or you put on a diffuser. If you don't have a diffuser, just um, taking a pot of boiling water with some orange peels in it, some desks, just having that aromatherapy component in your day actually helps you to shift as well. And sort of it, it becomes a, almost like a little treat. It's like, okay, you know, I've worked. I get to burn that beautiful candle and it, you kind of relax and zen a little bit. Um, and then just some other basic things about just home care is opening your windows, making sure you go outside. Um, it's, it's actually a common misconception that the air outside is worse than the air inside. There's actually studies that have been done. Um, depending on where you live, there, there are cities where smog is an issue. <laughs> and Shante just gave me the look of like, wait a second, we're on an island. Um, <laughs> for some people, this is actually an issue. Uh, and, and a lot of times it's sort of like, oh, well, the air outside is worse. It's like, well, no, when you've been breathing in the same stale air for 24 hours, that in of itself will make you tired. So you want to actually get some fresh air in. And if you do have concerns about opening up the environment, get an air purifier into your space. That's going to be huge. Clean out the air. Definitely. If you can go for a walk, do it. Um, different places have different restrictions about that. I know for Bermuda, we have, you can walk within a half mile radius for 60 minutes. So even if it's just five minutes, just get outside, you know, try and do 15 minutes a day if you can, just getting some really good fresh air. Um, and then of course, plants is another way. So there's a, there's a quite a number of, of things that you can do. If you want a little bit more, um, 
tips and strategies, by all means, check out my Instagram page at Aina Curated. That's A-I-N-A-C-U-R-A-T-E-D. And I have a section that's actually all about working from home, which has some strategies for creating a beautiful and dynamic space. Shantae, do you have any other questions that I can help out your community with? I'd love to be of assistance. All of that information was so good. I'm over here, like, with my iPad taking notes, like, yes, that's for me. <laughs> okay, stay here, go outside. Like, I am taking notes because it's, you're providing us with such a wealth of knowledge and things that we probably, I know some things didn't even cross my mind. Um, I loved when you said to put all the items that you work with, put, put it in a basket and kind of tuck it to the side Absolutely. when you're done working. So your That's a great space <laughs> trans, <laughs> transforms back into a place of relaxation and you're done your yeah. work. But another yeah. thing that you mentioned um, just, just then was going outside. Tell me your opinions or your thoughts be, uh, if you have the ability, I guess, to do so. Setting mm-hmm. up a work from home outside. Um, I guess if you have the ability to go outside for a couple of hours yes, to work absolutely. with a view or with fresh air, how does that impact you or how can we make that a possibility? I mean, I, that is something that I do like to do before it gets too hot. I go outside and I feel <laughs> like the yeah. other day when I was outside, I was like, I feel like I've never seen the grass before. Like I've seen the grass, <laughs> but to just sit there and stare at it and feel absolutely. the breeze. So absolutely. talk to us about working from outside and how that can help. 100%. And I'm trying so hard to not go super technical because my nerd architectural brain wants to go there and I'm trying to keep it, you know. Surface. Go there, go there, go there. But- Somebody needs it. <laughs> Um, you know, this is, this is definitely a great time to be considering that because we're obviously transitioning to summer. So the reality of working indoors is no longer um, just our only option. We can go outside. There is a term called heliotherapy. And it's based on a study that was done in the um, early 1900s. And it essentially just talks about how the sun heals us. It was used on, I believe, tuberculosis patients. And it's It studies, Florence Nightingale is another one who pioneered this. It's the understanding that nature, the views of nature, just seeing the way the sun and the shade and all of those things kind of go across your eye and the wind across your skin, all of these things actually improve your mental health. They improve your ability for even your body to heal. So it's incredibly important that, which is why I'm saying if you can get that fresh air into your space, at least for 15 minutes a day, please, by all means, do it. And all the better if you can get outside, that's even greater. But definitely you want to be incorporating um, outdoors into your routine as much as you can. One of um, the design philosophies for Iuna Curated is the integration of indoors and outdoors. And I'm really big on um, making sure that we aren't just creating spaces that look beautiful, but we're creating spaces that actually help to heal. So it's really important that um, even just the way we position the veranda to a window. And it seems really small, but the intent, again, I keep honing on the word intentionality. Design is about being intentional um, in how we live in a space and how we make that space healthy for us. So it's really um, maximizing on those things so that you can take in those elements and those natural elements. But I feel like I'm getting off track just a little bit. Um, What I would say to bring that outdoor experience in for your work from home environment, you know, 
it may not be necessarily practical for you to move an entire computer station outside. And if you have a laptop, that's great. If you have an iPad, obviously that's great. I'm sorry, just plug there. If you have a tablet, <laughs> um, try not to plug anybody in that one. Um, but if you have a device that you can take mobily outside to do work from, by all means do that. But I actually think going back to routine, Maybe not looking at this as an opportunity to work there, but just a space that you go to to just decompress. So maybe this is where you go to eat your lunch instead of eating it at the same space, you know, place you, you're doing your work now yeah. or even in the same confines. You know, so if you have a balcony, you're going to want to invest in a beautiful container garden. And that's very easy. Just get, a, get yourself a nice, you know, terracotta pot from your home goods store. Hopefully your outside is open and you can order <laughs> something from your store. <laughs> but you get yourself a beautiful pot and you can put some lovely cascading plants. I am all about fragrant plants, um, herbs, flowers that cast scents, because Again, it's that sensory experience. It's all a part of design. It's all about making us better in the way we dwell. So um, by all means, put some rosemary in there, some thyme. I love lavender. That's one of my favorites because then you can cut it and dry it and you have dried flowers inside. Um, I'm trying to think of a few other ones and I may give some to you, um, Shantae, you can kind of post them or I could post them as well. You check out my, my page and a shameless plug. But... <laughs> But um, so that's one strategy for if you have a container, I'm sorry, a balcony or a small space, you can use container gardens. If you have the opportunity to actually have more yard space, again, I would actually say if you're predominantly lawn, start to create a little outdoor room with plants, get some really, um, get a rockery going in there. And all that is is just a fancy term of getting either bricks or rocks and just staggering them and planting pockets in between them and it just creates visual interest but it's these are things that it, when you go outside it's it gives you not only something to do but it gives you something visually stimulating it's also just a break in the sense that you've accomplished something if you're creating it yourself or if someone's coming in to do it for you later when we're in a different phase <laughs> people can come back <laughs> to our houses and do things <laughs> but but the long and short of it is i actually would say if you i would almost encourage you to not necessarily look to how you can work outside as much as how you can really take the time to take a break. Because I think mm -hmm. we're already in uh, an era where we're always connected. You know, we're always on our phone. We're always on, you know, Pinterest or HDTV or all of it. And I think it's actually, you know, since you're already going to go and take that, that intentional step to be outside, make it really intentional. Put a little water fountain out there, put a bird bath or, or have your children create a little bird box um, and watch the birds come, you know, just make it a part of the experience of how you dwell in your home, you know, so you're not just living all, all of your life inside. I love that. I'm sitting here like, okay, when this conversation is over, guess who's going outside to take a picture of her grass to get some of <laughs> what she should do? Because right now it's just grass. And it sounds like it can be so much more. It absolutely so. can. <laughs> we are actually going to do be doing that. a summer series. Yeah. Well, we're going to be doing a summer series um, specific to how to cultivate your outdoors and just make that a better um, outdoor environment for you. So um, stay tuned for our lives on that one as well. Okay. So definitely make sure that you're following Ayina Curated. Of course, you know that I'm going to drop the links in the show notes. But everything that you've been saying has been so 
it's just brought my mind to all the different things that I can do and we can do to make sure that we are making the most of our working from home. And who knows by the end of it, we're not going to want to go back to work because I know, I know now, (laughs) I mean, I just breathe better at home, but that's because the office, some offices you have, my office in particular, there's no bright light. Like my office faces the wall. The wall yeah, is at the end of the building. That one. That's, so that's another conversation. <laughs> that that might be for another time. We might need a how to jet, how to transition back to working with people. That might need to be an episode because we might become so accustomed to this new way of living. But oh, another yeah. thing that that I wanted to ask you: What are your top, let's say, three things that you think are essential when working from home to have? So if you would sum sum it up into three things um, that you think are essential or quick buys that will improve working from home. Okay. I would definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, say a diffuser. That Mm -hmm. is definitely, I'm all for aromatherapy. Um, I kind of want to qualify this. I know we're wrapping this up, but I do want to say this because I'm sure people might be wondering why I'm not necessarily focusing so distinctly on design. Um, Part of my passion when it comes to architecture and, and where my loves came from was I was actually sick a lot. As a, as a child, just growing up in an environment, Bermuda is a, a slightly moldy climate on its own, and then we build stone buildings that trap in moisture. So that impacted me. You know, we have a lot of people who are asthmatic on the island um, and suffer with that. So I suffered not with asthma, but with other um, sinus-related issues. And so that impeded a lot of my life. But then as an adult, working at a local firm here, we had mold poisoning. Um, we got contaminated. I got contaminated with mold poisoning. And so I really began to understand that it's not just about the beauty of the space, but it really is about how the building breathes and making sure the environment is healthy. So just so for anyone who might be wondering why I'm kind of qualifying it with those um, with things like a diffuser, as opposed to get yourself a pretty pillow. Um, that's why, <laughs> because a pretty pillow is great, but if you're sleeping, you're finding yourself sleeping two hours into your day, you may have poor air quality, you know? So I want to make sure that those things are tackled as well. So I would say in tandem with a diffuser, you do want to get an air purifier if you can't get fresh air inside. So I would keep those, if I can cheat a little bit, I'll make those both point number one. Um, I would say point number two would be, if you don't have this already, a solid desk to work from and a really good chair. If you are working for eight hours a day, Tay is looking around her salon. I just looked at the chair like, that's not a good chair, Sean. That is not a good chair. It's broken, but you're making it work. (laughs) Go ahead. But that's the thing. And this is actually where you can have a little bit of fun. Um, You know, when it comes to even just having the design budget, this is how you start to build what do you prioritize on and what do you not and what is a statement piece and what isn't. And you start with what you need. And so if you need a new chair because you're, you're like, okay, this worked great when I was only at home working for 45 minutes. Now I'm here for 10 hours. The first thing you want to do is get yourself a proper chair to sit in and have a little fun with it. If you want to have a polka dot chair, have yourself a polka dot chair. But go ahead and, and have a little bit of fun. And also, um, definitely, you need a desk. So that would be the third thing. Um, you would need a really good desk and, and really great lighting. I think I've said like five, but they're all really important because you need somewhere to work, somewhere to sit. You need good lighting and you want to keep that area and environment feeling fresh and fun and clear and open. So 
Thank you. I love all of those tips. And yes, I was looking around at my room because although my desk is is all right, the chair has been broken since God knows how long. That's and nice. I have to prop myself up on pillows because it's it's anyway. I'm learning. Well, you know, listen, you've already had that conversation. We're listen, getting you all the way together. We're getting me all the way together. And you guys <laughs> know that, listen, when I tell you, I have learned so much from Akila. And I feel <laughs> like when anybody, anytime somebody tries to tell me about design and I look at it, and I'm just thinking to myself, this is wrong. You need Akila. I don't know what you need. She'll tell you what you need. I just know <laughs> who you need. And that's all I can do. This is who you need. Um, Akila is just so, she is talented, she is brilliant, and she's also anointed, which is just amazing to have all in one, because it's not just, with me, I, it's not just about somebody to know what they're doing, but when God has gifted you and anointed you to do something, let me tell you the quality of things that I have seen from this woman. Listen, (laughs) you are needing design for anything. Maybe you need vision casting on how you can transform your work from home space. When I tell you, find yourself on IENA Curated, (laughs) send an email and get yourself a consultation with Akila and see how she can assist you in whatever your design needs are. Because I've already booked Akila for every future project in life. (laughs) So I'm just just letting you know, you might want to get her before I take up all her time because <laughs> everything that she comes back to me with is so intentional and it's not just, Oh, this looks pretty. This is why you need this. Yes. It is also pretty, but you need this. And this is why like yeah. just the simpleness <laughs> of your bedroom is meant for sleep. I know that seems simple to a lot of people, but speaking for myself, who is a person who um, uses her bedroom for all sorts of things, <laughs> the fact that I have a different space currently to work at my, at my at a table outside of my bedroom and just come in here for break and sleep has been life changing. Yes, so listen yes. and take her <laughs> advice. Honestly, take her advice and make sure you um, sign up and press the notification so you know when she's going live because it's always going to be great stuff. Akila, thank you so much for being no here problem. with us. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. And I know we're going to have you back for some reason or another. We will have you back. (laughs) Thank you so much, you guys. Make sure that you follow her. Her link is in the bio and the show notes. If you have any questions, just send her an email or a DM. Ask. You never know until you ask and you will be surprised. You know what? I want to see some before and afters. I know. Wait till y'all see my before and after. But I want to see some before and afters once you start. (laughs) Um, implementing some of the advice that she has given you. This time has been so great. Definitely go back and listen to this episode again because there's some there's a wealth of knowledge and I need y'all to take notes. Okay, notes for days. All right, so Akila again. Actually, thank you. No problem. Can I just say one thing for your followers? Um, you know, just in light of this and just because we've, we've been really keen on helping people where we can, um, I would definitely say if you are going to follow me, please do so. But go ahead and DM me your uh, pictures. And I'm going to say to the first three followers from this podcast, make sure you um, link Shantae or reference the podcast this episode. I will do three free consultations for you and up to 10, I will do live. 
I will actually actually answer some of your question lives. So for the first three, I will do free consultations with you for 30 minutes. And the remaining seven, I will answer your questions in a live video specific to this podcast. Okay. I really want to help you guys out. So please hit me up. I'd love to help. Excellent. Excellent. So if I were you, I would run on it. I would go right now. Stop whatever you're doing. (laughs) Pause real quick and send her your pictures, send her your questions. So you can be in the first three and you're lucky. I'm not allowed to be in the first three because you know, I would already <laughs> not, be in there, but not. you guys go and get the wealth of knowledge, which is Akila Swan from Iena curated. Thank you so much again. And Thank we can't you. wait to have you back on the podcast. Thank you.